Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panther podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And we are here with another episode of Meow Mix. Uh, before we get started, just want to have a little bit of a call to action for folks. Uh, we do not do a lot of advertising for this podcast. We don't do a lot of self-promotion. Uh, we don't do much of anything other than put the podcast out. Uh, hey. You know, we have a Twitter. We, you know, we, hey. We do I, hey, you like to get on fights in Twitter. I do like I, to get I, on I, some I... fights on Twitter, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much all we do. We don't, you know, go out and follow fifteen thousand people so they'll follow us back. We just sort of do our own thing. Um, but occasionally we do ask if you guys can go check out the YouTube, subscribe, like, uh, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That really helps us with discovery and everything. So um, we will read five star reviews on the show. We've done it in the past. We'll do it anytime we get them. Uh, so we do appreciate that a lot, but yeah, just a quick little call to action. You know, if you guys could help us out, that'd be great. Just get some more folks interested in the podcast, grow the community a bit, and you know, maybe we can do some more stuff. So yeah, and the mailbag's also always open mm-hmm. for any questions or you know comments. You know, yeah. we'll read them on the air unless you know they're too negative. But <laughs> mailbag at mailbag at meowmixpodcast dot com. <laughs> Yeah, and, and comment on Twitter. We typically comment back. We like to have the conversation. So uh, if you guys could do that, that would be amazing. Uh, all right, not a ton of news to talk about here, but a pretty pretty important Panthers historical thing, I guess we want to talk about. An honor. Uh, an honor it has been an bestowed. Honor. And it's, it's so nice to see. Uh, we knock David Tepper quite often here. Uh, we we deserve it. So. We have had some issues with him, but one thing that he has gotten right was he, inducting players into the Hall of Honor. Something that was completely neglected under Richardson. Uh, they went ahead to Jordan Gross, Steve Smith, uh, Jake Delome earlier, and now welcome Wesley to Walls. the honor, oh. Wesley Walls. Sorry, <clears throat> Musin Mohammed and Julius Peppers. Two guys, deservedly so, definitely needs to be on there. I what could he say? Julius Pepper is probably the biggest name from Carolina uh, besides Cam Newton and Steve Smith. Yeah, I mean, certainly I would say Peppers, I mean, it's not, you know, I wouldn't say. I mean, he is on the Panthers Mount Rushmore, right? I mean, yeah. if you're looking at the the four guys, it's Cam, Peppers, Steve Smith, Keekly, most likely in some order. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, Pepper's here for a long time, left for a bit, came back, finished his career here. You know, one of the all time sack leaders, certainly the all time sack leader for Carolina, I believe, still. Yeah. Uh, uh, 97 sacks. Yeah. Uh, the next one is Charles Johnson at 67. I mean, yeah. that's that's a big, big fall off. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty dominant there. Um, and then Moose, I mean, Moose had a, a great career. You know, you don't think of Moose... When you think of, like, great Panthers players, he's he doesn't come up in the first five, six, seven, eight names that you think of, but he had a great career here. I mean, he had, a, he had a year where he had 1,400 yards, 16 touchdowns, you know, in 2004. That's... that's, that's he, he led A1, the league in receiving. Yeah, that's... that's and, and touchdowns. He almost had the triple crown. 
He had another year where he had 102 receptions, 1,183 yards. Another one where 96 receptions, 1,200 yards. I mean, you know, this guy was a great, great Panther. And he was great in the community. Never got in trouble. You know, he really good role model, great leader. I'm glad to see both of these guys in the Hall of Honor. Yeah. All the things you just talked about with uh, Musin Mohammed, one thing that you didn't mention, but was so key to those early Panther scene is his tenacious for blocking. Him and Steve mm-hmm. Smith were so great at blocking downfield for those running backs who would get the edge, and they he would break them off. Or you would see like a big run play, and you would see Moose on the side just like bowling down a safety to get extra yards. It was so nice to see it. Something that a lot of receivers don't tend to do especially nowadays yeah and steve smith i think credits moose for a lot of things uh, with his career but what the main thing i think was the blocking he said moose was always on him about being a better blocker being a better blocker and that was one of the things steve smith is but most known for you mm-hmm. know is his blocking when what is the last year maybe you have this up but what's the last year moose played here do you do you know uh, don't look it up the- I'm, I'm at, i have it up Oh, well, I, know. he ended his career here, and okay. I know when his career okay. ended, so... 2009. It was 2009. <laughs> it seems like so, so much longer than that, right? I mean, I know that's yeah. 14 years ago, but, you know, I was thinking 2004, 2005 was the last time he was here, but no, he came back. He had almost a 1,000-yard season in 2008 with us, uh, had a really good season, and then 2009 finished it out. Uh, nice to see that both of these guys were here, went to Chicago <laughs> for a bit, uh, and then came back. I know Peppers also well, played with Green Bay, but, you know, that that was kind of, they, they wanted to come back and finish their career in Carolina. Correct. And, and with, I'm going to finish off with Moose, and then I'll probably talk a little bit more Julius Peppers. Yeah. The one big thing about that Super Bowl that against New England was that 85-yard touchdown. Mm -hmm. I mean, longest in Super Bowl history. I don't know if it still is. It may may have been beaten recently, but I know it was still standing a few years ago. But, man, that was such a huge thing. People – I always feel like he's underrated as a generational type of player. Like, you know, you have your your elites, Mm -hmm. you know, the Jerry Rices, you know, stuff like that. Moose was so good for so long that it was just. Yeah. He, just, he went four for he 140 in that game. Yeah. Four crazy. for 140 in the Super Bowl. I mean, that that's the biggest stage that you can be on. And he produced and, you know, uh, 35 yard average per catch there. <laughs> um, what else you got on Peppers? Peppers. I mean, come on. All right, I'm going to go over his stats because his stats are insane for here at Carolina. These are just here in Carolina. We're, we're taking out, what was it, like six seasons? Uh, It was, yeah, 2010 to 2016. Okay, 97-6. 97 <laughs> sacks. Uh, two interceptions, or sorry, six interceptions, two touchdowns. He also had a 101-yard return interception return. That wasn't for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. He ran out of gas. I mean, forced fumbles, 34. 34 forced fumbles in his yeah. career here. Yeah. 
89 QB hits. That doesn't include the sacks. The 107 tackles for loss. He will be the Panthers' first homegrown Hall of Famer. He will be. I love Steve Smith, but I don't see him getting into the Hall of Fame before Julius Peppers. Yeah, I mean, unless unless Steve just ends up being a first team or, you know, a first uh, ballot Hall of Famer, which I don't think. I mean, we've talked about that before. We do. That's, we both think that he'll get in. Uh, Steve but, is uh, RA on the ballot. Oh, okay. He, did, he didn't even make didn't the finals. Yeah. It's because that log jam in wide receivers. Yeah. Well, if you're looking at Pepper's entire career, you know, 159 and a half sacks total, which I think is, I think he's what, third on the all-time list? I believe um, nine Pro Bowls, three first team All Pros. You know, uh, thirteen times he was Player of the Week in his career. You know, and if you're just looking at when he was not in Carolina, sixty-two and a half sacks with Chicago and Green Bay. I mean, he was more productive with Carolina. You know, the the numbers are better with Carolina. He was here longer, but that would he, put him third. Yeah. Third in this team, sacks underneath <laughs> yeah, himself those, and Charles Johnson. Just those, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but, you know, he came back in 2017, and what, we expected, you know, that he would play, you know, we were hoping he'd play all of the games, but he'd come in for 20 snaps a game, right, and just give us Keep some depth, right? 11 sacks that year. <laughs> 11 sacks, played all 16 games, started five games, uh, ended up with what thirty three tackles, twelve tackles for, or ten tackles for loss, uh, two fumble recoveries, two forced fumbles, and fumble, and recovered both of them. You know that 2017-2018 seasons he had sixteen sacks in those two seasons for us, and that was huge. Those those were huge for both of those seasons. I don't think you can say enough about how great Julius Peppers was, you know, for his entire career, but what he really means to Carolina. And if you saw the uh, the video where Tepper called him and let him know that he was, you know, being inducted into the Hall of Honor, you could just see how how much it touched Peppers, like how excited he was and honored, honestly, that he was. And, of course, Nicole Tepper had to come in there and do her thing, but... Uh, it was really cool. Really cool to see. I have actually not seen that. I've been watching actually highlights of Julius yeah. Peppers. <laughs> yeah. I'm I that mean, guy. I was that's like, always oh, a man, good, let me... always a good thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let me look back. Cause I thought, did he block a punt? Cause I want to say there was one game in Tampa that it was <clears> him <throat> and Chris Jenkins. I don't know if he got the block field goal or not, but he <clears throat> made such an impact in that game. It was like, 13-13, and it, if they got this extra point, the game was over. Mm-hmm. But either him or Chris Jenkins came up, swatted it, and they ended up winning that game. It was beginning of the season. It was insane. Yep. I always remember that because they, he had such a great game that year. I kind of wish had, I remember what exact game that was. He had four interception return touchdowns in his career for a defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's really impressive. <laughs> that's pretty awesome. But you know, this is a guy that he was a, a college basketball player for Carolina, extremely athletic guy, um, just multi-talented. Uh, it'll be great to have him up there in the Hall of Honor. Uh, Jerry, can you name? Don't look. I'm sure you probably already know. Can you name the three 
I don't even want to say player, but the, the three prior Hall of Honor uh, entries before David Tepper started adding people. Uh, it was McCormick. Mike McCormick, the first team president. Sam Mills. Sam Mills. And PSL owners. And PSL owners. And the PSL owners, I think, were added in like 2002 or something. And then there was nothing. There was nothing. Tepper started, uh, you know, added Delome, you know, that crew. Um, so who's next? I mean, I don't know how long you would have to be retired. I mean, obviously, you know, Peppers, it's been five years since he last played. I think Steve Smith, I don't know if it was four or five years with him. But do you think that's going to kind of be the criteria here is five years after you're retired? I think it has to be, <clears throat> I, from my perspective, I assume that they're going to make sure you're not coming back. Mm-hmm. That, you know, because you got to think, you got Thomas Davis, you got Luke Keekley, you got Greg Olson. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's three right there. Then you got Cam right behind them that, you know, as soon as they feel like he's done, we'll probably step in. Well, what about so, like John Casey? See, I would love for John Casey. I think John Casey I think will he, end up making it. Because there, there are some guys like a John Casey that, you know, maybe not get so much publicity mm-hmm. nationwide, but we know what he did for this team. One that's currently on the team, J.J. Jansen. Like, mm-hmm. I know that's a weird one, but that's like another one that you could be like, yeah, I mean, do you get a, a different honor or do you put them in? Yeah, I mean, not a lot of long snappers in the Hall of Honors around the no, league. But, but, I mean, how but about... to your to your point, you know, this is the longest tenured Panther. Uh, mm-hmm. He's played the most games. He's really good, you know, at, at what he does. Uh, you know, not a Hall of Famer, obviously. You're not putting a long mm-hmm. snapper in the Hall of Fame. But if you were, I think he'd probably be one of the ones, right? He'd be one of the ones Correct. that would probably go in. I think... I think they're going to honor him by just letting him do a whole bunch of media stuff after he retires because he's really <laughs> like he does the cart talks and yeah. he's great. He's great at those. So, uh, I yeah, I don't know that he'll he'll end up there, but uh, Ian Thomas definitely is going to going to be there uh, after his career is over. Um, <laughs> are there any other wide receivers? No. Probably no, not. not a- huh? DJ Moore was our is our third leading receiver of all time. Yeah, I mean you're not putting like Ted Ginn in there, even though he had massive catches for us. You no. know he just wasn't here long enough. Um, defensive guys, I mean Charles Johnson, Mike Rucker. I think I think Charles Johnson, Mike Rucker have stand a good chance. Yeah. Um, Chris um, Jenkins. Mike was Chris Jenkins here long enough? Mike Minter for sure. I think Chris Jenkins was here for a long time and then he left for a big contract. In, I know he went to the Jets. the Jets. Yeah. But I, I don't know if he was here for five or six years or was it longer? Uh, I'm looking it up. Yeah. So well, I he was, he was, you know, he was a big part of uh, that defense in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. um, tight ends. I mean, other than Olsen, no corners. Are you putting Chris Gamble in? Probably not. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's he was probably here six years. Okay, I see. I don't know if that's long enough. 
Yeah, I mean, so there's you know there's some coming up, like you said. I yeah. mean, certainly Cam, Steve, or Cam. Um, you know, once DJ retires, I'm assuming he'll probably be in there. Was he here long enough? Who? DJ Moore. Once he retires, probably not. CMC. No. I mean, yeah. great players. That's yeah. not the discussion. It's if they deserve to go. And I hate saying the word deserve because that's such a. So what's your criteria no for the, the Jerry criteria to get into the Hall of Honor? Is it longevity? Is That's got to be one of the factors, I think. I, th- I think longevity. I think also what you did when you were here and how yeah. the team did when you were here, too. I think that kind of plays into a part. Yeah, I mean, because you're looking this at recent regime yeah. has not done anything, and that's not to a lot of the players' faults, right. the good players, but everybody not making on the, the playoffs. Yeah, everybody on the list, other than, I guess, Sam Mills, I think has been to a Super Bowl with the Panthers. Exactly. Yeah, and Mike McCormick. PSL owners didn't really play in there, but extremely important, those PSL owners. Yeah. <laughs> they, they paid. They paid. Oh, man. I hate, I hate the whole <laughs> PSL thing. Um, oh, all right. I well, yeah. yeah. I mean, congratulations to those guys. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing. We, I don't think anyone was put in last year. Actually. No. It's been since 2019 since we've had anybody okay. go in. So Pepper's just retired then. So Yeah. So maybe it's five years. I'm, I'm fine with that. I have no problem with giving not doing it every year, forcing everyone in. I, yeah. I like having, I could look at every one of these players that are in and completely understand why they're in. Yeah. There's no real questions in my mind on anybody that's in. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Uh, well, let's move on to the next thing here. Um, Prime Day. Buy anything? Any Panthers-related no. merchandise? No. I did. I bought a Panthers straw hat. To wear down to training camp. Oh, it! I I, I actually kind of like that idea because I may look for because I yeah I burn easily and uh-huh. skin cancer and everything like that. Yeah, I've been yeah. kind of wanting to get a bigger. It's uh hat. it's regular forty dollars on sale for twenty seven ninety nine. Looks like it's good quality. You know, when I get it in, I'll wear it on the podcast. You, you know, we show it off. But uh, yeah, I think we're planning on going down. Either July 31st or August 1st, one of those two days. Um, I might go both of those days. Um, but uh, so, you know, if you guys are out there, come check us out. We'll be around. Jerry will probably be wearing a Meow Mix shirt. Uh, I don't <laughs> currently have one. So unless Jerry can, can figure out a way to get me one. I guess I can figure out how to make, how to make one myself. But. Well, I mean, if I made you one, you want a black one. Black in Spartanburg heat is probably not the best idea. Yeah, but, you know, I'm fat, so the black is slimming. Right? Do you really care about that in the Spartanburg heat? No. Probably won't wear a shirt at all. Maybe I should just oh, get a Meow Mix tattoo. I don't think I'm going to be here. Right, I'm going to be in California. They're not I having training camp in California. I know. It's crazy. Jerry, but... Poor planning, Jerry. Poor planning. Yeah, it's... Well, we'll talk about that off the, off the air. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there for sure. And, uh, you know, we'll probably have some other uh, people from Meow Mix who maybe who have been on the podcast before might be down there as well. So check that out. All right, Jerry, what is next? 
Uh, we're actually going to quickly talk about another future Hall of Honor guy, Bryce Young. <laughs> All right, I like the confidence. <laughs> you like that little I like the confidence. segue? Yeah. All right. No, but there was some news that kind of came out last week, and I really want to talk about it. Bryce Young brought quite a few Panthers down to Texas. Uh, Terrace Marshall... Junior, Adam Thielen, DJ Shark, LaVisca Chanel, and Cam Peoples all said that they were down in at SMU practicing with Bryce Young. And I love this. I know yeah. this most quarterbacks do this, but I love it, especially from a rookie to get all the guys together or most of the guys together and start working on timing and everything else. I, I actually read a story or heard a story about Patrick Mahomes doing this last offseason with his receivers. Mm-hmm. And they did it at a facility where they filmed them all, all their practices. And then once they went back to training camp, because they, they have no talking to the coaches, mm-hmm. oh, look what found out the coach's desk, <laughs> all that tra- that practice tape. Yeah. But it was all organized by the players, so. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, those are the rules. And obviously not mandatory. And there are guys on the offense that didn't go. For various reasons. Um, but yeah, I like it too. And I like the leadership it shows from Bryce. Um, you know, he's a rookie. And yeah. he's getting these veterans out there to work with him. Uh, I think that really shows a lot about the character of the team. And I know this isn't unique, right? This has happened yeah. before. Um, but it's very easy not to do it, right? Yes. I mean, we. I think. Yeah, we see uh, some of the other rookies that were drafted around where Bryce Young was drafted. I haven't heard all of them doing this. So it's nice to see our guys out there doing that. And it's important, I think, because you're expecting, you know, they have very little time together so far. Yeah. Training camp is only a few weeks, right? I mean, any extra time you get is going to be really beneficial for the season. And to start off the season, you know, quickly instead of taking three, four weeks to get your timing in. So I love it. because especially with only three preseason games and most of the starters don't play, Bryce is probably only going to play, you know, a few quarters. Yeah, I'm interested to see, uh, you know, because obviously now with only the three games, um, what do you think? I mean, he gets, is he going to be treated like, like Cam used to be treated? Right off the bat, where he's one quarter in the first game, maybe goes to halftime in the second game, and then a play in the third game? I think it depend, depends on how they feel he's adapting to the speed of the game. Yeah. Uh, th- that Those Jets practices, I think, are going to be key. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. that's, yeah, that's uh, that's the first preseason game is the Jets. So. Uh, and, yeah, and we were talking about this before, but, you know, the Jets, it seem, I, I believe, have been announced as the Hard Knocks team. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's going to be Forced. great because we're going to get to see some Panthers on hard knocks, you know, because they're and doing the joint uh, practices and the preseason game. And you might get to see Aaron Rodgers high on life. Oh, that I could do without. But, uh, I'm excited <laughs> to see. Honestly, if I never see Aaron Rodgers on TV again, I'd, I'd be perfectly fine with that. They, but. they had to force somebody this year. No yeah. team was willing to volunteer. So, yeah. you know, I'm kind of. Kind of interested in the access they're actually going to get this year because of that. 
I mean, I enjoy Hard Knocks. Uh, I think I skipped it last year. But, you know, when the Panthers did All or Nothing, that was really cool. I mean, it was mm-hmm. fun to see the, you know, the behind-the-scenes stuff. And that's not quite as good of production as Hard Knocks, but it was still very cool. Um, unfortunately, it was a season where we were up, and then we crashed. <laughs> like, we, we really crashed. I think that was and, and Tepper's first season as well. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so, so that was interesting. Uh, and I'd love to see the Panthers on Hard Knocks again. Or, you know, on Hard Me Knocks too. for the first time. I will say this, though. If you haven't checked out their Blueprint series mm-hmm. of the offseason, oh, man, so yeah. well done. It's so great. well done. I can't yeah. give the Panthers media more kudos on that. So well done. The production quality alone is just, it's as good as NFL films, I think. It's yeah. really, really good. Um, so check that out. All right. Uh, Jerry, anything else before we end up here? No. I, th- I think we're actually going to be able to get to our ending segment pretty quickly. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it. All right. We want to thank everyone for listening. If you like the show, please let your friends know. Please follow us on Twitter at Podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can email us at mailbag at MeowMixPodcast.com. All right. Well, we'll be back uh, in, let's see, when does training camp start? I think we'll be back probably next week to sort of do a training camp preview well we got to do a training camp preview and then we have to do our uh draft our we got our defensive all-time defensive draft so i think we'll be back next week maybe towards the end of next week um to talk training camp um if not it'll be the very beginning of the next week so it won't be i mean we're starting to hit the the time now where you're gonna get more regular episodes there's gonna be a lot more to talk about You'll get more episodes. I'll get yeah. more eye rolls from my wife. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Re- I'm gonna go record tonight. <sighs> <laughs> yes. Uh, you know. Uh, I'm not even gonna tell you. All right, everybody. Well, uh, <laughs> stay safe out there and keep pounding. <laughs>